1: Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. And you know, folks, I've been telling you all along that I feel like 2021, the year 2021, we are experiencing a new version of the roaring 20s. I truly believe, after everything we've gone through, especially in the past year, year and a half, that we can only go up from here. It's going to be positive, it's going to be fantastic. And we need to enjoy ourselves. We need to find safe ways, but we need to enjoy ourselves. Tell somebody you love them. Tell somebody you appreciate them. Give people their flowers while you could still talk to them. Most importantly, just you know, enjoy life, man. That's what it's all about. And when I think about enjoying life, of course, pro wrestling is one of the things that pops up for me because I'm a lifelong fan, just like you out there. So You know, keeping up with that spirit, I was thinking to myself, I said, you know, who are some of the pro wrestlers out there who really, I feel like 2021 is going to be their year. And I put out a couple of names, you know, just to kick off the new year. And I said, you know something, I'm going to have some of these folks on the show or in this case, back on the show. So without further ado, welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. I'm putting this out in the universe She is going to have the most incredible 2021. She's going to go on a tear. And by the time this year is over, everyone's going to look back and say, damn, she owned 2021. She owned the roaring 20s. I'm talking about the pride of Florida. Casey Lennox. How are you, Casey?
2: I'm good. How are you doing? That was a nice intro.
1: Listen, I, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I think I did it on New Year's Day. I actually told the world that uh, Casey Lennox is one of the people that everyone needs to watch because she's going to have an incredible year. So I, I, I believe thank in you.
3: you. Thank
2: Definitely. you. Thank you.
1: So so you are the Ignite champion there and you still I have the am. Ignite wrestling championship. How, how's that going?
2: It's going well. It's actually right next to my bed. I sleep with it. I don't sleep with it. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's sleep or I sleep. <laughs> I sleep right next to it every night. Um, that in my Platinum, platinum Diamonds Division Championship. Um, but it's going well. I have a match coming up this Saturday, which I'm really excited for. It's been a very, very long time since we've had Ignite. So I'm excited. I'm ready to wrestle. I miss wrestling so much.
1: Well, you know, this is interesting here. So you you sleep with the belt next to you. Is this so you can defend the Ignite's... Uh championship in your sleep is that what's going on here
2: i mean 24 7 i'm a champion that like never that's defending. it's like our truth in the uh 24 7 championship
1: uh, you hear that our truth so if you want some of the smoke if you if you want to step up to casey lennox for this ignite <laughs> wrestling uh, women's championship come on Put your big boy pants on there, are truth You know, I'm sure Casey <laughs> Lennox will, will uh, lay the smack down on you, too. And, you know, Casey, <laughs> you, you just brought it up. Ignite Wrestling, you know, the fifth anniversary show, Saturday, January 23rd. It's going to be an event. I know you folks have some surprises that are going to be on the card as well. But yep. you're in the main event. And initially, you're only supposed to defend the Ignite Women's Championship against dream girl ellie mm-hmm. but something happened here where this this one-on-one contest between you and yeah. dream girl turned into a triple threat match where now they've added aspen rose And and I got to tell you, Casey, I am just completely upset about this. I don't understand how they could treat such a world-class athlete, a world-class champion like Casey Lennox. You know, how could they treat you this way to put you in a triple threat? How do you feel about this, Casey?
2: Listen, I mean, like I said, I am a defending champion uh, 24-7. It doesn't matter who I got to go against. Um, And honestly, I know I have a fight against Ellie. She is a top competitor here in Florida. We've wrestled before. Um she's brought out the best in me. However, Aspen Rose is a former Ignite Women's Champion who I did beat, but she is the former Ignite Women's Champion. She is the first Ignite Women's Champion and I know that she's going to bring it. I've watched her get better in every single match that she's had um since her and I have stepped foot in a ring together. But like I said, I'm ready to fight anybody. So they can make it a triple threat. They can make it a fatal four way. They could add whoever they want to add to this match. I'm still going to walk out as champion. I'm still going to defend my championship.
1: Well, and we know because you are just such an honorable defending champion. That's who you are, Casey Lennox. That's why I truly believe 2021 is going to be your year. But you. listen, you know, this is Duke loves wrestling. You know, I, I got my finger on the pulse. I have all of my folks out there who feed me information on a on a continuous basis. So we're, you're amongst friends here. I guess I can share a couple of uh, things with you. And this is breaking mm-hmm. news, okay? So first of all, this dream girl Ellie, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that you probably don't know, Casey. Okay. She <laughs> sleeps like a rock. She doesn't even dream, okay? <laughs> so so I'm gonna put her business out there in the streets now. I'm telling you right now, Casey. You may be able to go to the office at Ignite Wrestling and petition to get her off of the match because she's been she's been saying that she's a dream girl. But how can you be a dream girl if you don't dream? It doesn't make any sense to me. So that's number one. And then this Aspen Rose. huh? She's never even been to Aspen. Not only that, she doesn't even ski. So come on. okay? So, so I don't know if this is useful information, this gossip or or what have you here, Casey, but I just want to let you know that in case you want to do something with it.
2: No, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to take it into my match. Um, and maybe, maybe Ellie will start dreaming, you know, in a match in our (laughs) match so that she (laughs) can just stay on the (laughs) sidelines and then I can pin Aspen. We'll see. They are two very tough competitors though. Um, So it's going to be a very grueling, hard match, which I'm very excited for.
1: Yeah, I know you are. And and listen, I have no doubt in my mind you are going to walk out the same way you walked in, and that is Ignite Mm -hmm. Champion, because that is who you are, Casey Lennox, one of the best out there. You you know, it's, it's funny because when people Google you, it's amazing how much love and support that you have out there from all over the world. Uh, Hmm. What do you attribute that to? Why do you think that you've made such an impact on the fans where they're so passionate about supporting you?
2: I would say, I guess I'm just very personable. I mean, I'm very much an open book. Uh, I share a lot of my life with the fans on social media, just in general. So yeah, I feel as if, they feel as though I am, you know, just like them and I'm out here living my dream. They can be out there living their dream. So I feel like that's why I have such an amazing bond with so many of my fans. And I have so many fans all around the world uh, because, you know, to me, they're not just fans. They're my biggest support system. Um, They're the people that help support my career.
1: Well, it's it's really fun to see. And again, I they just they're so passionate. You are just you're popular. And I know that's that's kind of a weird thing to say, because it's like, well, of course, you're popular. You're a big wrestling star. You're a champion. But legitimately, everybody listening, Google Casey Lennox and you'll see. I mean, she is absolutely popular. People love her. <laughs> and have nothing but positive things to say about her, which I think is is really cool to see. We're coming off of one of the worst pandemics in the history of known of known history, you know, in in, in life. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, and I'm going to say us, because I'm putting myself in here. A lot <laughs> of us have packed on a couple extra pounds, okay? We might have had a, you know, while we're being home chefs, you might have had an extra slice of cake or an extra beer or what have you. Um <laughs> But then there's Casey Lennox, who is absolutely in incredible shape right now. What is going on? How come you didn't put on the, uh, the, the pandemic weight, Casey? How did you manage to maintain such great shape during all of this?
2: <laughs> I cannot lie. I did put on some pandemic pounds. But working out has always been something that drives me. And it's, it's I would say, some kind of a stress reliever. Whenever I'm, you know, not feeling it or I just want to punch somebody or punch a wall or anything, I can just go to the gym, lift some weights, do heavy things. And then I feel so de-stressed, but just not working out, it makes me feel sluggish and, you know, slower than I normally am. So I feel like that's why I uh, have been able to maintain, you know, the same (laughs) adi, (laughs) adi,
1: (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Listen, I got to ask you this. And I know that you've already let me know, you know, offline that, you know, you you can't reveal too much here, but hopefully we can get an exclusive. Come on, Casey, you're you're amongst (laughs) friends here. You had a match with uh, AEW recently which was mm-hmm. such a thrill to see. I mean, you you were on the grand stage and you were kicking butt and taking names. <laughs> C- can you share anything from that experience? I mean, what was that like uh, being in, a, in an AEW ring and making it happen out there?
2: So honestly, it was very nerve wracking is not the word, but I was nervous. It was my first time, you know, being on such a big stage outside of MLW was my first time being on such a big stage and actually wrestling um so I was so nervous but thankfully I did um get to have a match with someone that I trained with someone that has taught me so much in this business um and someone that honestly had more faith in me than I did in myself so huge shout out to Ivalice for helping me get through that match and huge shout out to AEW and and Dustin Rhodes for, you know, giving us this opportunity and Cody and Tony Khan and everybody involved in, in the production. And, you know, if it was not Eva Lisa, my match, I don't know how I would do it. Uh, but she, she definitely got me through. So I'm very thankful. And hopefully I go back soon.
1: Well, you definitely look like you belong there. So, you know, we all are hoping to see you back on TV soon and, If it's AEW, that would be fantastic because you and Eva at you rocked it out there. It was great. Thank you. Really great to see. And listen, I know one of you little smarks out there, you're going to be like, well, it was on the internet. It's on my TV. I have the YouTube app on my TV, so I'm literally watching it on the big screen, by the way. Okay. Casey Lennox, she deserves the big screen. Okay. I'm not going to watch her on the small screen. It's got to be big. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, Casey, once again, Saturday, 23rd, what are we going to expect here? The fifth anniversary show, Ignite Wrestling. What's going to happen in the main event?
2: Yeah, you're going to have a banger of a main event. Like I said, that it's going to be hard hitting. I know that it's going to be a battle between three incredible female talents here in Florida. So yeah, that's what you're going to get. And I know it's the fifth anniversary. Like you said, Kim is going to have a handful of surprises. So just stay tuned. You guys have to either come to the show or wait till it gets posted. I'm going to walk out with my championship. That's what's going to happen
1: and you hear that folks we're talking about women in the main event because I'm telling you right now that's what happens when you work hard when you prove that you're the best of the best you know you're you're, you're kicking butt in AEW you were just at a GCW event beating up people mm-hmm. now you're going to the, the Ignite Wrestling 5th Anniversary show you have a young mm-hmm. lady who was the first champion another young lady who wants to be champion you're going to kick both of their butts I mean literally 2021 is the year of Casey Lennox there's no two ways about it. Why don't you let everybody know how they can keep up with what you have going on, Casey? Because I know you—you you got your social media, you got the websites, you—you you know, you got the, the the photos, the whole nine yards. Tell everybody how they can keep up with you.
2: <laughs> so you guys can keep up with me uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and all of my social media handles are exactly the same. It is the Casey Lennox. Um, and if you want to purchase merch, you can go to caseylennox.com um, and pick whatever you want. I've got T-shirts on there. I've got pins. I've got calendars, uh, pictures, a little bit of everything. So follow me on the Casey Lennox and purchase my merch at caseylennox.com.
1: I know uh, a few of the listeners. They have some of your merch. There was one that was yeah. like a, a Sour Patch type of uh, oh, shirt. Yeah. There, right? <laughs> That's that's yeah. a popular one there. That's a popular one. So,
2: yeah, my favorite candy. Got to love that's it. That's right.
1: Before I let you go Casey because I, I know you're a busy person there. you kicking everybody's butt and what have you? You're you're an accomplished photographer. You know, you yeah. you're a professional, you know what you're doing as well. Not only is she great in front of the camera, folks, but she's excellent behind <laughs> the camera as well. So, I got a new phone and mm-hmm it's one of those you know fancy a751 all these different weird numbers but it's a galaxy <laughs> and it has a 64 megapixel uh, camera lens on there oh wow that's i mean i, I didn't even know that existed so <laughs> do, do you have any tips now listen i i don't again i got i got to i got to get back in the gym so to work on my uh, bikini body myself here but do, do you have any tips on what i can do with this 64 megapixel camera
2: Listen, I always say take the picture from far away and then zoom in because to me, when you zoom in on your, especially on your phone, when you zoom in, the quality is not that great, but if you take it from far away, you'll have, you know, more of the mega megapixels and then you can just zoom in and it'll still be the same quality. So that's what I do.
1: And we hope that you zoom in on twenty twenty one and continue to be one of the best wrestlers out there today. Casey Lennox, once again, thank you for joining us on Duke Love's Wrestling Podcast. Thank you. Fantastic talking to Ignite wrestling champion Casey Lennox. She just she's so great. And as I said, she's gonna have an incredible twenty twenty one. There's no two ways about it. Keep an eye on her. I'm telling you, folks, I got a, a strong feeling that. 2021 is the year of KC Lennox. That's right. You know, when I recorded that conversation, that was on January 20th, Wednesday, January 20th, 2021, and everything was great, right? So when you're listening to this complete episode here, it'll be the 21st of January and beyond of 2021 and beyond there, because that's when... The show airs every Thursday, as everybody knows there. I woke up to a very concerning voicemail from Ignite uh, Wrestling CEO and President Kim Artlip. And needless to say, she's not too happy with me. So I'm going to I'm gonna play this voicemail, and then I'll share some thoughts on the other side.
3: Hey, Duke. It's Kim Artlip. Uh, so what the hell is going on over there? Have you lost your freaking mind? Uh, so I just heard you're talking to my champion, questioning how I book my shows and the way I set everything up. You know what? I don't tell you how to book your podcast. I don't tell you how to edit. I don't tell you anything what to do. I let you live over there a little podcast land. So why don't you leave the booking to promoters and quit being a little keyboard warrior over there? I am sick to death. Of you nagging everything I goddamn do. I am sick to death of it. I got enough going on with a triple threat with Casey Lennox, with an open challenge with Troy Hollywood, and everything else going on at my 50th anniversary show this Saturday at Walking Tree Brewery. I don't need your shit added to it. Unless you want to see me stop being little miss polite on social media Knock your shit off. And you know what? You don't like what I have to say. Put it on your fucking podcast.
1: So so clearly, Kim Artlip is not happy with me. So let me start from the beginning here. Ignite Wrestling CEO, President, Head Honcho, Kim Artlip. I apologize. I, I You're right. I've never booked. I don't know anything about booking. I better shut my mouth because you, you're pretty serious here. And, you know, Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. And I can't swim. And for anybody who doesn't know this here, word on the street is that uh, Kim Lip has some experience in sanitation. So I'm going to just apologize for everything I've ever said about Kim Lip and Ignite Wrestling and the way that they book. I'm also going to apologize for everything I've never said about Ignite Wrestling, Kim Lip, and the way that they book. I just don't want any problems, man, because I'm pretty sure she can, she can mess me up or at least get somebody on the roster to mess me up. I just don't want any problems. So (laughs) I'm sorry, man. Jesus. You know, who knew podcasting was such a dangerous line of work? You know, literally I got promoters leaving me messages. I thought it was bad when Tony Khan was in my inbox talking nonsense to me, but you know, Kim Artlip, the difference between her and Tony is that Kim Artlip likes to beat people up for fun and I don't like to get beat up. So I'm just going to leave that one alone. And, and you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Goodness gracious. So, you know, folks, this week I'm going to do something fun. We're a couple of months away from the five-year anniversary of Duke Loves Wrestling. I mean, literally, it's been five years. There's been a lot that's gone on. I appreciate everyone who's listened from the beginning and folks who are even, you know, listening for the first time. And one of the things that I, I keep getting feedback on is that our archive is so vast. We've had so many great guests on the show And for some of you newer listeners, you really want to go back in time and check it out. I mean, I'm telling you, just there's such great stuff, uh, especially some of the banter that the Boston bad boy and I have had through the years. He's my on again, off again, on again, off again uh, producer and sometimes co host. You know, he's a big shot. The guy's a big shot. Sometimes uh, he and I have butted heads a little bit on the air, and it's made for some pretty interesting and entertaining conversation. So I am going to play from January I think it was January twenty sixth of twenty seventeen. I am going to play that episode of Duke Loves Wrestling because I, I want you folks to hear some of the just the, the craziness that goes on there um, between the Boston Bad Boy and I and I you know, also had uh, It's Still Real to Me, damn it, Dave Wills, who's a great friend of the show. This is the first time I had him on Duke Loves Wrestling back in 2017. So, this is, this is episode 40, okay? If you want to track it that way, this is episode 40 of the show. I'm going to play, the, the for the most part, the complete episode, okay? I'm going to play the complete episode just to give some of you folks, especially if you've never heard it before, I think from a historical perspective, this is an interesting listen. Okay. what I want you to listen out for is what are some of the things, especially when when I do run the ropes, which is covering the top stories? I'm going to start with that. What were the top stories back in January of twenty seventeen and how do they compare to January twenty twenty one? You know what's changed since then and what has remained the same? How has some of those things affected where we are today? I think that's interesting. So, you know, you'll hear the top stories. You'll hear the conversation with Dave Wills. And then towards the end, you're going to hear the Boston Bad Boy and I have a a pretty heated debate about a couple of things WWE is up to at that time. And again, just listen out for what this means for where we are today, because it's all connected, right? So again, I am going to play episode 40 of Duke Loves Wrestling. I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll start that and it'll take you all the way out to the end. So, you know, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others, folks. Enjoy this blast from the past. Kim Artla, please don't beat me up. Thank you for being a guest this week as well, Casey Lennox. Uh, enjoy episode 40 of Duke Loves Wrestling. Once again, blast from the past here right now. It's still real to me, damn it! Oh, you know, whether it's an impression or you crying...
0: And and I want it to be known that that's not the only time you cry during a show. Oh Many of times you whine oh and whinge. Boy. That is that is awful. You you're being you rid- didn't have the emotion behind it. You're being ridiculous. You have to right believe now. when yeah. you say that. You have to believe. Oh okay, yeah. You're
1: you're the expert now, right? Is that is that what's going on? <laughs> Listen, right here? I believe what I believe. Yeah, that's the problem. You believe the wrong thing. Oh, folks, welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling. I am the Duke. And yes, I do enjoy doing pro wrestling impersonations, and I'm going to keep on doing them no matter what our illustrious co host, the Boston Bad Boy, says, and that includes pro wrestling fan. Wow! Impersonation. Yeah, you know what?
0: Uh, you do do a great impression of a wrestling fan, considering you're not really a fan and you're a corporate shill. Oh God! You know, you just come on here and you just like to just promote the agenda of the company, which many times goes against uh, the will of the people. You you better
1: watch your mouth, Boston bad boy, because you got to remember, okay? With Linda McMahon, she had well, her her have. her confirmation hearings going this week and what have you. With Donald Trump being the president of the United States, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. Now you have the former president of WWE, she's she's gonna be part of the administration as well. You better watch out, Boston bad boy, okay? It may be time for you to kiss the ring of Vince McMahon just to be on the safe side,
0: pal. I'm just waiting for when uh, Linda McMahon and uh, Trump get into a disagreement about something, and then she pulls out the steel chair (laughs) and gives it to him. Because he sold the stunner pretty good. I mean, pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, good. Did you see that? I sent you a note. uh, There was an article uh, where Steve Austin was talking about... Having to do the stunner yes. on um, on Donald, yes, and backstage it was sort of Vince's idea, obviously. Of course it was, and and, and Trump was all for it, but his people were not all for they it. They were mortified. They were horrified. Yeah. that 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 Donald Trump said, "Yeah, I'll you know go out on stage and get you know by Steve Austin, who's no uh you know no lightweight." And so Steve's like, all right, I guess we'll do this. And I think he was a little apprehensive, too. He didn't want to, you know. You didn't want to kill the guy. He didn't want to <laughs> kill the guy. And I guess uh, Steve Austin said he sold it all right. Yeah. So in Steve's opinion, he sold uh, he sold the con all right. And I think we can all agree he sold the con and the American people pretty good, too. Oh, my god. So I think, you know, that was a just practice. Go. It was a stepping stone. You know, With Vince's help, again, uh, from, from selling a Stone Cold Stunner to selling... Uh, some snake oil. To I don't America know why America.
1: I don't sanction anything that he says here. Vince McMahon, please don't beat me up. Well, folks, <laughs> Dave Wills, aka it's still real to me, damn it guy. He joins us for a fun interview today. Listen, this is a passionate dude too, so I think you're really going to yeah, enjoy Yeah, maybe
0: you'll learn what passion is of being a fan and you won't Again, your icy corporate heart
1: will melt a little bit. You know, you you just... Some of the things you say, I don't even understand where they come from. Seriously, all right? We have more of your listener-submitted questions, a.k.a. Ask Duke. All that plus Run the Ropes. But before we get to any of that, I want to thank you. That's right, you, the loyal listeners of Duke Loves Wrestling. Thanks for tuning in on iTunes and all the other podcast apps. Thanks for sending me messages on Twitter and on Facebook at Duke Loves Wrestling. A quick reminder, all of our shows are archived on YouTube. So if you missed any of the previous episodes, just type in Duke Loves Wrestling and also hit that subscribe button. Keep sending us messages and keep listening and we'll keep delivering top-notch podcast entertainment. Jack! You know, and keep uh, agreeing with
0: me, as they usually do, the fans. (laughs)
1: I'm sick of this guy already, folks. (laughs) I just want to let you know that. Nonetheless, it's time to run the ropes. I give my opinion on the top five stories in the world of professional wrestling. Let's go. Triple H called out for being out of shape. You heard that right, folks. Paul Triple H Levesque, a.k.a. the husband of Stephanie McMahon, future WWE Hall of Fame wrestler and the executive vice president of Talent live events, and creative for the World Wrestling Entertainment, he was called out, get this, Congressman Cory Booker, during the Linda McMahon hearing regarding her nomination to uh, be the head of the Small Business Administration, he actually called Triple H out of shape. I mean, I I couldn't believe it. In fact, let's listen to what uh, Congressman Booker had to say, and this is coming from uh, C-SPAN. Roll roller clip. Senator Booker. Thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Uh, uh, Mr. McMahon, I want to thank you for being here. It means a lot to serve your country and to step forward and uh, be willing to make the kind of sacrifices you're gonna to have to make in this position. So uh, I'm grateful for your patriotism. You. I want to also just say, when your uh, daughter and son-in-law stood up, uh, just I want to say for the record that your daughter is far more fierce and intimidating than your son-in-law. Um, and uh, That's yes, well, <laughs> He he and I are about the same age, almost exactly the same age, and and Paul's letting himself slip a little bit. So after this, uh, maybe we should go to the Senate gym so I can give uh, Triple H some triple help uh, in getting back in shape.
3: Stephanie might could give you a mean hip toss.
0: (laughs) Can you believe that? I mean, What, that our tax dollars are being wasted on uh, Cory Booker thinking he can – he can do stand up hey, in hey, front of listen, uh, Linda McMahon. You,
1: you will not disrespect uh, Corey Booker like that. That's a congressman that you could set your watch to because he's a wrestling fan. I, okay, apparently he might not it. make it out of the building. I know he's lucky Triple
0: H didn't give him uh, pedigree. Well, I think Triple H was the one that shut it out. You're right. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> Stephanie is tough, man. I'll tell you, she's no person to play with. I have I'm to just... say I, I'm pretty confident that this is the first time a clip from C-SPAN has been played on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we might have made history there. (laughs) Listen, Cory Booker, shout out to you. And, And folks, who knows? Maybe Cory Booker will be at WrestleMania. Can you imagine the match Triple H versus Cory Booker with Stephanie McMahon coming in and laying him out in the end? Huh? Talk about some good times. Wow. Middle Kingdom Wrestling China with the season premiere. That's right, folks. They're back as seen on MKW's uh, Facebook page and also on their YouTube channel, the season premiere of middle kingdom wrestling. Now keep in mind they're based out of China, but this is the Thailand edition. That's right. They traveled over to Thailand. And let me tell you something, the top stars like selfie King, Ash, who's the most handsome movie star in the world, Big Sam with that Big Sam ball bomb and even Dalton Bragg, the champion of MKW. They compete in some of the best matches that you'll see in all of Asia. Head over to Middle Kingdom Wrestling on YouTube and and also follow them on Facebook for more action. Enjoy. Superfly Jimmy Snooker laid to rest. Yes, folks, a representative on behalf of Jimmy's wife, Carol announced this week that the official funeral would take place Thursday, January 26th, which happens to be today. Now, it happened in Florida, and hey, you know, the the WWE Hall of Famer, Superfly, Jimmy Snooker, he died as a result of complications related to stomach cancer. Truly a tough way to end. I mean, you know, this this guy had a star-studded career. Uh, He was one of the best built wrestlers in history i mean just a physical specimen how will history remember jimmy snooker will it be because of his positive impact on the pro wrestling business or will it be for the speculation that he literally got away with murder uh back in the 70s i think murder uh uh, trumps everything when when, you the murder murder accusation you know it's i've really been fighting with this one because i was a huge jimmy snooker fan well um there's no there, two there, have been, there
0: have been there uh, have been times where uh, you know w- you're faced with that. Who was the uh, big TV guy that uh, shot the woman? He was um uh, our TV show of the 70s. He was a detective, and uh, Sammy Davis Jr. sang the theme song. Oh man, tip of my tongue. I, I Beretta. T- Beretta, 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 which, which is a great show, by me. Right. Yeah. All right. So here's the guy, yeah. yep. famous, Yep. and then he gets involved in something. Who cares? History doesn't care.
1: Yeah. It's true. But there he is. Rest in peace, Jimmy Snooker, and rest in peace to the other deceased. NXT TakeOver San Antonio this Saturday. According to WWE.com, this Saturday night, folks, the kickoff show starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. NXT TakeOver San Antonio. It is an action packed card. We have Asuka defending the NXT Women's Championship in a four way dance. She's taking on Nikki Cross, who is very, very good in the ring, by the way, Billy Kay, and also Peyton Royce. Now, listen, I expect Oscar to win this match, but eventually lose her title to Ember Moon, hopefully at WrestleMania. And the main event, N- NXT champion Shinsuke Nakamura, he takes on glorious Bobby Roode. Now, this one is, is, is a tough one here, folks. If there was ever a time... To get that belt off of Nakamura and, and put it on somebody credible, now is the time. I mean, Bobby Roode is over with this glorious gimmick, and this would free up Nakamura to move to the main roster and hopefully kick the face off of that no good My arch nemesis. Yeah, Roman. Did you really think you're gonna get through the show without me mentioning your stinking name? Did you think
0: you were gonna get through the show without me mentioning that people in real life don't have arch nemesis? Well, he's mine. Nemesis. He he is mine. Okay. And and Shinsuke Nakamura. In your mind only. Oh, Shinsuke Nakamura is gonna kick his face off. Listen, 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 listen. Batman knows that the Joker is his arch nemesis, and the Joker also knows that Batman's his. Or Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. They they're aware. No one else but you is aware that this guy is your arch nemesis, which makes it completely invalid.
1: Well, maybe somebody should let Roman Reigns know so we can
0: be oh, on yeah, the same Oh, yeah, that'll be
1: page. a fun conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Get the bell. <laughs> WWE Royal Rumble this Sunday. That's right. Live from the Alamo Dome. Remember the Royal Rumble. That's right, folks. Roman Reigns, that piece of no good, you know what. He challenges Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship. John Cena challenges AJ Styles for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. We also have Bayley taking on Charlotte for the Women's Championship. That is going to be probably the match-stealer of the night, by the way. But with all that said, the one thing that folks are going to be looking for, who's going to win the Royal Rumble match? That match is going to be at least an hour long, so strap yourselves in, folks, because this is going to be a lot going on. Every plan leading up to WrestleMania is going to take place during the Royal Rumble match. You're going to see people knocking each other around and having problems with each other and you can bet your bottom dollar that's going to lead to a WrestleMania match. So what's going to happen here? My prediction undertaker wins and then he takes on John Cena at WrestleMania for the WWE championship. Stay tuned. We'll find out. You've heard what I think. What do you think? Do you think I'm a jerk? Do you agree with me? Who knows? Head over to Facebook. Head over to Twitter. Type in Duke loves wrestling. Let your voice be heard.
0: And that does it for Run the Ropes. I got to say something though. Um, just to, to finish a point I was making earlier, not to not to go dark, but Robert Blake is who we're talking about. Beretta, not in jail, right? So he was he was found not guilty. He was acquitted of murder. Yep. Uh, and when but then was found by a civil jury to be responsible for his for wife's wrongful yeah, death. Wrongful death. And uh, lawsuits and everything. But again, here's a guy now. Yes, wrongful death, but people say, well, maybe you could, you know, whatever. Uh, he was also a little rascal, by the way. Yes. I yes, forgot yes, that. Yes, so yes. here's a guy, totally tainted. Um, if Superfly Jimmy Snooker was not criminally found guilty, there was a chance that a civil action could have been brought. Not that we will ever know. However, right there in, in and of itself is tainted.
1: Unfortunately, it's unfortunate, but it's true, folks. And and I know that there are people who who really care about Superfly who are going to say, why are you bringing that up? Well, I think you have to discuss you it. You have to, and do and you it. have
0: to discuss it honestly.
1: Okay, you have to do it. And, uh, and to not do it, then you, you're talking about a lack of integrity. And we do not, we're not lacking in the integrity market, folks. No,
0: I mean, but you you know you want to you want to be fair. You want to be fair. That's it. Phil Spector. Yep. Phil Spector. Yep. Another, another example. Another one. Yeah. Talk one. about uh, defining a genre. Um, but then get involved with these things, and if things. You, you, you play with fire. And, and, and bad once decisions. again, we understand
1: that, can... that Snooker was never convicted. Correct. So Correct. let's put that out there. Absolutely. 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 Nonetheless. Nonetheless, you know, it's horrible to have a shadow yes. hanging over yes. the Yes, it thing. is. Yes, it is. Folks, up next, the ultimate pro wrestling fan, Dave Wills.
4: See, you can do it to a caution. I just don't care. But one thing I do care about is Duke's. Wrestling and I guess what the guy has nothing but love for the business.
1: Folks, one of the beautiful things about pro wrestling is when done right, it can make you suspend all disbelief and wrap you up in a world of alternative facts. We cheer, we boo, we laugh, and yes, sometimes we even cry because it's just an emotion emotional roller coaster. That's what the sport of professional wrestling does to us folks. There is one fan who has taken the entire world by storm. I mean, this guy's gone viral with his reaction to this emotional roller coaster that we're talking about today. In fact, let's hear a bit of audio just to remind you folks of who this guy is. Uh, Next the, question,
3: Jeff, where are you? Right there.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies.
4: It's still real to me, damn it. I mean,
0: thank Make you. Make man. Thank, thank you, guys. You're awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want
3: to see another one of these. Well,
1: wow. I mean, just you get chills every time you hear that uh, because it, it really speaks to the raw and real emotion associated with being a pro wrestling fan, folks. His name is Dave Wills, and he's joining us today on the Duke Loves Wrestling Show. So let's just jump right into it. Hey, Dave, when you hear that audio, and even when you look at the video, are you able to to go back to that time, and are you able to 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 feel those emotions again?
4: I can remember definitely uh, what it was like uh, as. Some background for some of your listeners that took place in Sparkburg, South Carolina, on Tony Hunter's uh, CCW tribute to that was back about 2005, I believe, and it was a Q and A. It had uh, uh, it had uh, Terry Fox, the Midnight Express, a beautiful Bobby Eaton, the little Condry, manager Jim Cornett, and also uh, Bill Hapter was the moderator. They had a guy named I think Jeff holding the microphone. More to me, he says, Hey, you know, and uh, next question, where are you at? And I just want to ask a question. And I got quite emotional. That was the week that one of the uh, WWE guys went to rehab. That was also the week that he Guerrero had passed. Mm. So it was quite a interesting week. Um, plus, I was kind of emotional and everything. I'm not you know, women get to tag being emotional, but that day I would actually cop the say I was because I got to meet Jerry the King Lawler who uh grew up watching on Superstars of Wrestling here in Atlanta uh when he was in Memphis. I got to meet Jimmy Valley and I got to meet uh great daughter Tom Pritchard. And we gotta be my favorite wrestler the barbarian. So, you know, I'm over there and I'm here and uh with uh, someone asked Jerry Funk uh, what, you know, you know, hey, is there, you know, is there anything, you know, as far as you'd like to do that, but they ask everybody, you know, is there anything you'd like to do or something you would like to have came back and done, you know, a feud with someone or something? And Funk says, I'd like to have another match of Eddie Guerrero. And of course, the crowd popped. It was huge. And it was, everybody's to remember that. He, he even talked about, he said, you know, the drug, he said the deaths in wrestling, I don't think he said the drug, but he said the deaths in wrestling are out of control. If any other business had this, you know, I think he made a comment that, you know, there'd be an investigation. Um, he said, really, when you get right down to it, um, every town has a crack house. Mm. And if you were to find the one in Spartanburg, South Carolina and trace it back for the last five years, you'll see they had way less this than professional wrestling. And that, that resonated with me. And then uh, I was thinking about a lot of other things, the sacrifices to That You know, because I've seen Terry Funk barely able to walk very well, not able to walk very well. I've seen Harley Race in a wheelchair, pretty much, uh, being pushed in there. Um, Bob Heaton was not getting around as well as he could. Um, so... I was thinking, you know, I just want to thank him for what they did, because, you know, sure, it's some entertainment, but sure, it's something where, oh, some people were like, well, they got paid, they did their thing, that's one thing, yeah, I understand, I, I get the stuff but I don't agree with it, but, you know, for everything you do, a price is paid, if you are, you know, a, our new president, Donald Trump, you know, you're going to pay the price and you can't, you know, conduct business as you always had, you can't do certain things, you know. You can do other things because of what you've done. Same way on a reverse end, if you decide to do smack or, 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 you know, you're a heroin addict, you're probably not going to be able to, you know, do a lot of things that you did do and you may have be incarcerated or not have freedom and something like that. Um, Sure, if you wrestle and take certain bumps, you're going to get hurt and your body's going to pay for it. However, The guys who I was looking at aren't the high spot artists of the day. And no one's made at a rubber. And sooner or later, the bills do. I think Matt Hardy may have talked about a bump car. You only got so many on there.
1: That's the truth.
4: And, you know, it's like, you know, if you were every day you went to work and you endured, you know, a minor car crash or you fell from a ladder every day by six, six feet. No matter how well you know how to land, it hurts. It hurts very badly. And while your body may be conditioned, you can, you know, there's a thing called ring shape, you know, stuff like that. Sooner or later, you got to pay the bill. And is it going to be, is the bill going to be paid as an early passing because you're, you know, using painkillers or something? Is it going to be paid as you get older? And Bradley walk, or God forbid, you're like dynamite kid, you know, in a wheelchair, you know. And, you know, homeless for a while. And that's another thing I was thinking about. I was thinking of, man, you know, I was talking about Cactus Jack's interview he did, with Holy Mankind, in ECW, about how, how many of you guys have called up Dynamite Kid. Hey, thanks for the great bumps you've taken. You know, thanks for all those dives under the concrete. Sorry you don't have a, uh, you know, a pot to piss in or a one to throw it out of. You know, well, it's true, you know, Reap Your Dynamite, Re- highly recommended by a Dynamite Kid. Um... It was it, it, it's something that people need to think about, but I mean, it's like every other generation. You know, the older generation warning you of their excesses, and well, you know, not everybody pays attention. You know.
0: I, I gotta uh, say, I, I gotta say that context is is absolutely key here. I've always been interested in, you know, in that clip we see of you. There, there's more to it. It sort of cuts off. And and in doing this podcast with Duke, who's much more of an encyclopedic knowledge uh, on wrestling sure. than I am, and and talking to guys like Dusty and Steve Cox, who have sacrificed the body the way you're talking about. Oh. Um, you know, uh, fandom is fandom. And 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 when you uh you know have these guys involved in your life, you know, if you watch them on TV, you're going to shows. Mm-hmm. You genuinely really care about them. I mean, and well, and look, so you you see it's happening in real life. These are real people. It's not uh, Star well, Trek look, or something.
4: Well, look, 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 look at that. I sport just yesterday for Mary Tyler Moore. Okay?
0: Mm, exactly. Yeah,
4: she lived a lonely life. She's 80 years old, but people are still upset. Oh, she was one of my favorite entertainers. I watched her show in the 70s to the mid 70s in the early 70s to the mid-70s. Still, mm-hmm. you know that's something. It's a great example person come in your home, you let this person come in your heart, you became a fan of this person. In wrestling it's not so much where you're looking at well, I'm Mary Tyler Moore, I play Mary Richards, it's if you're looking at Dusty Rhodes, you're looking at Dusty.
0: That's Rose. right, that's right.
4: Heart, you're looking at Matt Hardy. There's not a lot of you know, while there is separation between the guy in the ring and the person, a lot of times it's not seen.
0: Yeah, know? yeah, Mary Tyler Moore wasn't a real reporter. She wasn't doing actual <laughs> reporting while she was playing a reporter. These guys are really taking the hits out there.
4: Well, and uh, you know, here's the thing: wrestling, in my opinion, is a hybrid of sports. is it, it, a hybrid of kind of entertainment. Okay, let, let, let's let's examine this. If you were to see, you can see acrobatics like you see at the circus. What's the circus cost? You know, quite, well, you're not going to have it in another couple of months. But uh, the Rickland Brothers is shutting
3: down. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: unfortunately.
4: But 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 uh, you you know you get all these trapeze artists right in front of you. You also get a battle of good versus evil, you get real life superheroes taking on real life bad guys, you get uh you know, muster folks, you get why simulated, you get Beer. you know athletic competition fights. <laughs> when it's done right there ain't a whole lot better. When it's done wrong there ain't a whole lot worse.
1: <laughs> That's the truth. And
4: you get this all for like ten dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty Whatever you get these performers performing live in front of you, you know. He read it's not Hamilton on Broadway, but come on, you know. Yeah, there Is,
0: isn't much these difference.
4: Folks, these folks are up there, you know. You know, you it's, it's not the uh, Falcons versus New England. No Falcons. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's
3: sorry. right. Here we that's go. That's
1: right.
4: I'm in Atlanta. What can I say? I'm a, I'm a long shot for my day podcast. But but you follow what I'm saying? You don't see a lot of you know you. You go through all this stuff, and everybody, you know, people want to say, "Well, you know, you they know, pick what they're doing." Well, yeah, they did. But you know, hey, the NFL, you know, you probably could have guessed they got a concussion. They proved they're suing, You know,
1: that's the truth. Hey, Dave, let me ask you a you question.
4: got to Go out there, you know, you got to go out there. While I understand certain things, I just want to stand up after that and tell them, "Hey, hey, listen. Thank you for what you're sacrifices." I don't want to see another one of these deaths. Um, you know, thanks for what you did to your bodies and all the years of entertainment you gave me. Instead, it comes up, Mister, like, what makes you what need to be said? I don't want to see another one of these. Okay. <laughs> so everybody sees it as okay. This is some dumbass Mark who who thinks wrestling's real and just got smartened up and 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 he's some kind of a joke and everything. He's a fat guy so let's go ahead and make fun of him and poke fun at him think he's not intelligent, whatever. Okay, I see that you know, the clip could be funny, but you know that's why
3: you know, it, it didn't have to do
4: for death and wrestling. I get it. If someone sees it for the entertainment, that's cool. I understand that. If it made you laugh, that's great. I'm, I'm proud for it. If you understand wrestling, you're a wrestling fan, and you think that uh, you know it's great, appreciate my passion, that's great, too. If you're a troll or a jerk and you're just picking on me for the hell of it, well, I got a message for you too. Here
1: we that's go.
4: Okay, that's okay. I'm 42 years old. I have great self esteem. I have great self image. I know I'm fat. I've been I put your mind up in reminded of it four years of high school. <laughs> if you're picking on me, you're leaving somebody else alone. Look at here. We got people in here dying in the streets. We got people being shot. We got people who, someone posts something on Facebook about their sexual orientation or gender identity. They go home and kill themselves. What are we doing? You know. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and pick on, don't pick on people who may uh, may not can handle it. Go ahead. laugh I don't care. My self esteem's good. I lay down every night and go to bed fine. Okay. Hey, I got a good job. My 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 customers like me. My boss is like hey i got some great friends for many years a lot of time it's jealousy i've been able to get in the ring and and i ring announced a match between the midnight express and the powers of pain
1: wow
3: how many
4: people how many people have got to meet their favorite wrestler i have the barbarian many times
1: that's that is a hold on a second Dave, because you're 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 laying some heavy stuff on us here and you just brought us into another level there you actually ring announced a match between the midnight express and and the powers of pain. Yes, World War barbarian. World, Yeah, that's so I mean you agree. said Barbarian is your favorite wrestler, right?
4: Absolutely. One hundred percent. That's
1: correct. So tell us about that moment. And before you do, I want to bring something up here. Sure. I can remember the first time that I met the nature boy Ric Flair. Who <laughs> Absolutely, brother, you know it. You styling and profiling. And and Ric Flair literally, with the exception of, of, of you know my, my mother Ric Flair is the most important person in the world to me because he was my hero growing up. Loved Ric Flair. He was always there every Saturday, every Sunday, 605 TBS at Superstation. I could turn on that TV and get lost in Ric Flair. So I, I met him as a young adult, Bayside Expo Center here in Boston. And, you know, I got in line. I was one of the last people to make it into line. And when I finally got to the front and I was finally able to go up to him, I just could not contain myself I had tears in my eyes and and I just shook his hand and I said you know Nature Boy thank you very much for all that you've done not only for the sport of professional wrestling but for me personally and what you
4: did was the same thing I did bingo just, the difference was it was okay, it was a block a few years ago and guess what they're wanting 15 billion correspondents for YouTube with a cell phone out
3: there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Okay, well, it, then that was painted by what he you call it but do you get the point and, and Everybody has the thing emotionally that clicks. That's but right. Barbarian, one of my favorite wrestlers. Yes, I can tell you why. Well, I, she should have got a bigger push. She should be a champion. Yes, I could say that I don't know why someone never books Samoa Joe against Barbarian. i still love to see that match right now. Wow. But at the same time, you know, other guys. I love Hacks. I, I, I loved uh, uh, Hacks on Blitree, Hacks on Duggan, of course. I also loved uh, Buzz Sawyer. I thought he was great. Had no idea about the challenges he had. You know, uh, loved hot stuff, Eddie Gilbert. Uh, I got to later meet his parents, Tommy Gilbert, who was a great wrestler himself, and Peggy Gilbert. And it was very, very touching to be able to, 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 to you get to know them a little bit and everything. And and I just think the world of, of, of them and God God bless Peggy because, you know, Tommy's gone. But some of the best people in the world. It, it, it's really amazing when you have opportunities with the guys you saw on TV, the guys you saw in the comic books, you know, see, you know, you, you get to meet Superman and Batman and they have a cup of coffee with you. I got to go on Tosh.0.
0: <laughs> I do remember seeing that. I do I know, remember that seeing that. That was pretty
4: that. cool. That was pretty cool. But, 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 but here's the thing. I'm up on Tosh.0 sitting eating enchiladas with Ted DiBiase. <laughs> beware.
1: And Sergeant Slaughter. Hall of Famers.
4: Yeah, freaking go. Wow. I so don't belong in
1: there.
4: Wow. You know, I, I, I've done some indie managing in Georgia, and I actually, one of my one of my buddies is Mr. Hughes, Curtis Hughes. He lives in Atlanta as well. The big cat. And uh, yeah, Absolutely. Well, well, we're a great guy. We went up to, uh, in Memphis, uh, probably eight years ago or so, and on way said, You can be my manager. I'm driving the car. Sure, I'd love to. And, uh, I'm up there on one side of the rake managing Mr. Hughes. On the other side, it's beautiful Bobby Eaton and Jimmy Hart's managed hand. And I'm thinking, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Tell me which one doesn't belong. It's
0: me! <laughs> Hold but, on a second, Dave. Dave, Dave i I, I got to ask you. So you're dropping all these oh. names. Duke's got his umbrella out. He's jealous. Uh, so Royal Rumble's coming up, right? And it's the, the first stop on the road to WrestleMania. If a guy like you with all your buddies, now your Hall of Famer guys, you're hanging out with.
4: I wouldn't say my Hall of Famer guys hang out, but that would be stretching the
0: truth. I mean, what? Oh, 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 what do you think? You like, dude, no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. You, but if you're booking WrestleMania, wh- what are you looking at? What we looking at?
1: If you have your choice, what is the what Dave's is the pick? championship match at WrestleMania, Dave?
4: Oh, if I'm booking WrestleMania, and I'm 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 going to skip past question, but I'll come back. Number one, if I'm looking at wrestling, I'm trying to get the most bang for the buck. It's all about the dollar when you're in the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that'll probably be Goldberg and Lester. I don't know if you have them win the Rumble or have them both go out at the same time or what. If you have Undertaker in there. There's quite a few good choices. Yeah, I'm kind of skating around it. But, I mean, there's a lot they can do. It's always interesting to see. If you want to go out there and get, you know give someone some Immediate mean, credibility Samoa Joe being an expl- look to to put, put the debut and you know push him back up there. If you want to get Finn Balor back in the mix,
0: that'd ooh, be I like that. I mean that would be a great idea. Is there you anybody you'd personally do. like to see win? Is there anyone you personally um, like to see on top, regardless of the money? That's right. Who do you want to see on top?
4: I I really don't know. I really don't know. I just be honest. You know I'm just happy to watch it. <laughs> I love Mania. And yeah, I'm I, I'm a voting question. I, I, I've been watching political
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah. oh. there's been too much news on
1: everybody's life these days. Because you got a Hall of Famer president now. That's why there. Yeah. Okay.
4: No, no. I, tell me about
1: it. Ain't that a damn <laughs> It sure is. <laughs> it's I
4: mean, all a as the Hall of Famer, is
1: the freaking president. Right, isn't that amazing? I'm telling you. Now, well, now listen. We've
4: got Linda gonna be taking care of small business.
1: I know she's involved in that small too, which business. is just crazy. Listen, Dave. You got any? Uh, you got any family members you want to give a shout out to? This is now, a good chance for you.
4: Everybody. Hey, uh, you know, hey, I'm thankful for anybody. Who I've talked to, I really appreciate you guys having me on the air. I think this is great. I really have enjoyed this. Um, if anybody wants to contact me, you can go to at SteelRealDave on Twitter. Uh, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, I had not been up to the Northeast to do anything. I've, you know, they, they need a heel manager, face manager, whatever. Hey, and bring an
1: out, uh, He does it know. all, folks. He does it all. <laughs>
4: No, uh, I, 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 I give you some credibility. or more important. Hey, I'll take your mic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, like
4: a real worker do you
0: say, Mr. You taught me I'm looking. I'm looking to go viral myself and get away from Duke just uh-oh. because I'm sick of talking to him. Uh-oh, uh-oh. and I want to know what are the perks of going viral? There's got to be some There's cool not perks. Any perks are Come going on, viral. You, you don't mean, have any Ric Flair like ladies and limousines and things.
4: What are the perks of going viral? Um. I don't know. I guess to reannounce if people know who I am. I guess that's great if I want to rob. If I want to, you know, meet people. If I don't want to meet people, want to rob a bank. It's
0: not good. <laughs> meet I guess it depends guys. on your motivation, right?
4: Well, exactly. I've been able to meet some. You, know, you know, I've been able to meet some great guys. Okay, I've been able to meet some great fans. Some of the restaurants came up and told me that that's so flattering. You know, I'm, I'm like, who am I? I'm just a fan, dude. That's all I am. I'm not, I'm a i mean, I think... I was in an extraordinary situation, but an ordinary person. Mm, I... I'm one of the people who, as Steve Kerr said it before, I'm not It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice.
1: That's right. I,
4: if Can someone I... asks me something, I'll be happy to go ahead and and talk to you know talk to them for a minute, and I understand it. No, I, I'm not going to tell you I'm an expert because I'm not. I'm not really dropping names. I'm just someone who's been lucky to meet some of the guys that, I, more or less, are my superheroes. I've been i met the super friends. i met some great fans, and I think it's fantastic to be
1: able to to do that now. It is and like cool. I think you.
0: I think it's. You, I like think it's you... You said it. You said it as you're the fan. That's right. And I think you, you hit on the "the," and I think that just what you said about, you know, being nice to people and and embracing the fandom and the wrestlers respond to that. And I think it's a, a hugely important thing for the community
1: of of fans and of wrestlers and for the sport. It's it's amazing. Well, I appreciate,
4: appreciate this very
1: much. Listen, Dave. You know say, before, it, hold it, on, it, hold on, Dave. Before I let you go, I gotta hit I gotta hit one very important topic you were contacted by the ddp yoga folks to do a review of the resurrection of jake the snake roberts and they actually filmed you doing the review that's correct yes what does that feel like when you have diamond Dallas page who's about to be in the hall of fame and you have jake the snake roberts who is a hall of famer what does it feel like that of all the people in the world they contacted you to do that one spot we'll end it on this here
4: scary because I know I should be doing D D P yoga right now instead of talking to you. (laughs) No, no, now this was great. They took great care of me. They were super nice. And I'm flattered just to be able to meet you guys and talk to y'all. And I really do thank you for your time and let me on here and I just want to say
0: that it's You see that? Now that's how you do it. It's not often on the show that we get to compare the genuine article to your horrible
1: impersonation or interpretation i deserve an a for effort okay at least i put in a good effort there. no i don't think that dave would agree with that either (laughs) i'm sure he wouldn't actually listen up next the boston bad boy has more of your listener submitted questions aka ask duke but before we get to any of that folks stop the presses okay the boston bad boy has been bragging about a local sandwich joint in the heart of East Boston. B- Boston Bad Boy, tell us about this new joint. Yeah, well, they're not new. They've been around since like the 60s. Well,
0: how come I and didn't hear? How come you well, didn't tell me about because it? Because you have to be in the in to, to know. Give and me a and break. you know what? You're, me now you're in the yeah. circle. You yeah. and all the rest of our listeners. Oh, gosh. It's Roy's Cold Cuts in East Boston. Now, Royce. most people probably know about Roy's because Roy does a hell of a business. And Roy is a great guy. You go in there, he's got it all set up. It's like a rock and roll museum in there. Hmm. So when you're waiting for your sandwich, you get something to look at. It's very cool. Roy's. I I guess Roy's balls out. Lunchtime, fight your way in. Wow. Okay? But you can order online. They do delivery. Roy's the man. They're on, on Marion Street in East Boston. Okay. Okay. Now, the nice thing about Roy's, too, is he has a little phone at the menu. My favorite sandwich. Let's hear this. Is the Godfather sub. The right?
1: Godfather sub.
0: Sometimes I need a little lunch. I'm going to go in there. Roy Thanks, care of me. Why are you doing this? It's a Godfather. Why That's you, an impression, by the this? way. Listen to this, though. Listen to this. Because every time I have to hear about barnyard cheese and I get hungry, you're yeah. going to listen to the Godfather. And here we go. Godfather sub. Imported prosciutto. Whew. Chicken cutlet that Roy makes in-house. Like a real, none of that frozen crap. Breaded chicken cutlet, nice and thin. Wait, wait. prosciutto and chicken cutlet? Yep. Wow. With tomato, fresh mozzarella, roasted peppers, and then a little oil and seasoning, just to top it right off there. Unbelievable. The roasted peppers oh, adds a nice little little bit of heat. Huh. Unbelievable! Wow! The Godfather sub. Now, if you check him out online, they get all kinds of stuff. They got uh, another great, su- another great sub name is the uh, the Edward Wolfgang Munster rap. Get it? The Munster. Eddie Munster. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, the food is unbelievable. The prices are unbelievable. Roy is an unbelievable human being. Uh, big collector, music guy. Go talk music with him. Uh, and also they make the jars of the peppers with that have the prosciutto and the cheese inside and the oil. I love the stuffed peppers. You gotta get those. You gotta get those. So Roy's, Marion Street, East
1: Boston. Get your butt over there. Check out Roy's 198 Marion Street, folks. Enjoy.
4: Hey guys, this is Chelsea, the wrestling femme, and you're listening to Duke Loves
2: Wrestling.
1: You know, shout out once again to uh, Dave Wills. I mean, geez, that
0: guy. He's something else. Huh? There's a uh, there's a lot there's a deep well of fandom in Dave, yes. and uh, it's great. I, you know what? I bet we didn't have time to get into it, but I'm sure he has other interests. And I, he's the kind of guy that will go all out for any of his interests. You already you know, know other sports or hobbies or yep. whatever. Yep. Yep. Just and like he said, he likes the fans. He likes being a fan. He likes being embraced by the fans and the wrestlers. And uh, you know, again, a guy like that sets a good example. He's, he really is. You know, I, uh, you know a better him. example than some of the wrestlers uh, uh, set when they come at the fans uh, who adore them and pay money to see them. All right. Uh, the wrestlers well, could learn a little something you know, from Dave. Just, a little just stop
1: it! Stop it right now. We were having a feel-good moment, and you ruined it. No, I made a really no. valid point. You're, you're, you're a piece of work. Before we go any further, though, I do want to give a couple of shout-outs. Uh, Rick Dara, shout-out to him out there. I know he's he's a big supporter of our show here and he has his own podcast that hey we may have to may have to invade and 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 do A some podcast on battle there of the stars well. yeah, you never know you never <laughs> talking
0: know. about 70s tv shows I'm telling do you remember A- A network battle of the stars loved it loved it. all right so Network Battle of the Stars is so insane and some people might not know what it was it was basically all the big networks CBS, ABC, NBC they would do like a track and field day that's right with the actors from all the famous shows I mean uh, Welcome Back, Cotter so that's like late 70s, early 80s the Dukes of how Hazzard cast was, was that? there how fun well was the funniest that? thing is they're all smoking in between events yeah <laughs> so you yeah, like Telly Saval is smoking a cigarette in the cigarette holder and then he does like the 100 meter dash against uh, the guy from Welcome Back, Cotter talk about an athlete that's it <laughs> Have right, it your right, way, right. baby. Or were they better yeah. athletes back then, or, or I don't know because they could actually. I mean, and no better one died. back then.
1: Who knows? Maybe that's that's true. You know. Also, hey, happy birthday to Sasha Banks. Oh boy, I'm surprised we didn't Sasha get to this earlier. Sasha Banks, the boss. Would you get her for a birthday?
0: Man. Did you send her like another creepy gift of like your toenails in a box or oh, something? Oh, give me a break. What's wrong with you? Well, man? you do have an yeah, unhealthy just, obsession with Sasha you, Banks. You continue to ruin everything. Okay. Here's the thing you would totally nerd out in front of Sasha Banks. Of if course we both met her, uh, she'd sit down and talk to me and have a cocktail. Oh, you think she so? uh, She would be really weirded out by your obsessive vibe that you're I'm pretty that sure try. that Sasha Banks wouldn't even would know. love
1: my company. No. <laughs> she would love my company. You know why? Why is that? Because I'm the Duke. Oh, boy. So, all right, Buffalo that's Bill. It. Keep so, what it do you have for? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you called As me Duke. out.
0: You called me out, and we have some questions, and you know what? They're really mundane, to be honest with you. And we've covered some of them already. So I'm just gonna skip skip ahead right to. You what know, I you
1: really have about. a poor habit going on here, pal. Well, listen, we, 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 listen, we tell your people, Tell your
0: people to get send better questions. Oh, just I want some
1: people with a brain here. Unbelievable. I want you know, some people with a brain. We just had the best fan in all of wrestling yeah, on here. Now you right. treat our fans no, like well, they their hey, questions don't matter. They should
0: take a lesson. Oh, okay. Take, get a little get a little passion going yeah. you, you uh, know they, they're your fans so again they' they're they're, really, they're stale they're corporate you're, you're, you're drunk with power that's the problem bro. okay listen it's I I have to be drunk on something yeah. to deal with this oh god so this is what I want to talk about because this goes into what we were talking about earlier and we talked about this off air I, I, I did my musings I will I will call you up and muse to you hmm, that's and you the have problem. to listen to me that's the problem so you saw the final segment of Raw this week. I also always make sure to text you on a Monday and say, how's the eighth hour of Raw doing? You're a piece... Oh, my Buddha. This, this guy is just... So you saw the final segment of Raw this week, right? Sure. And the show ended with three guys in the ring in a in a sort of a a, a, a showdown. Yep. A, a high noon showdown. Which was type very showdown. exciting,
1: by the way. That was an awesome Listen, cliffhanger. Everyone likes a cliffhanger. Yeah. Them. Who were the three guys in the ring? Well, please. It was Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Goldberg. Sure.
0: And The Undertaker. There you go. Huh. All all these men have an epic stare down. Yes. Cliffhanger. Yes. On Monday Night Raw. Yes. In the year 2017. That's right. When these guys haven't been relevant since probably 1997. You just... I mean... Part-timers. Are, we not, are they not part-timers? Are they not sort of hired guns? Are they not background players brought in? So what? Well... Where's New Day? Oh, boy. Where are the big names? Where are the, where are the modern guys? Strowman. Where are they? Where are the up-and-comers? Where are... They were on the show. Where's the current... Where are they involved in the next... The pitch for the next version of their show? Where are they in the cliffhanger? I, nowhere. I, I don't I even understand nowhere. the point that you're trying to make here. Because, look... look the the point is that Vince, once again is giving the current generation of wrestlers the shaft. Alright, time out. And he's bending them over a barrel to try and squeeze no, a no, nickel out of them. you're him. not going to do this. But he knows when push comes to shove, you're not gonna do this. he's going to pull out what works. You are. And what works is a good gimmick. And what won't he give the new generation?
1: A good gimmick. Stop it right now, okay? Like, we we got to right. dial I can tell by the look on the the way your way face back. you know it. No, you, I mean, you know the look on my face right now is because I can't believe you just actually said that. First and foremost, you're talking about three icons in professional wrestling, yes. okay? They're From icons. many years ago. In the history of mm-hmm. wrestling, you always mm-hmm. showcase your icons, man. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. These are the guys who got you to the dance. Now, as far as let the- me put it to you this way. Let me put it this way.
0: All right? Game 7 of the World Series. Oh god. Game 7 of the World Series, all right? Baseball. Game 7 of the World Series, okay? We 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 you know, two outs, we we you know, we're going to bring in Carlos Tremski at 85 years old. Hey, we're you know put what? Him he we're probably gonna put pretty good. Him, we're going to put him in center field. He probably's pretty good. Uh, we're going to p- uh, put him out there. Yeah. And uh, that's we're just going to bring him out just because, boy, he's a name. You gotta be he's t- he, you know, he was good back in the day.
1: You gotta be t- Let's throw him in there when it really counts. Sir, sir, let me explain something to you. The current generation stars, like New Day. We're at the Super Bowl, okay? It's
0: inside the two-minute warning. And you know who was a great guy? Let's bring in Dan Marino. All right, that's name. You know what? He's a name. People would love to watch it on TV. You're making an
1: issue out of something that is not
0: an issue. What I'm making an issue of, guys like that, like Yastrzemski, like Dan Marino, they have history, right? Their names people know. Their gimmicks, arguably gimmicks people know. People know them in response to their teams. So what? They have a power that they bring with them. Yeah. But it's absurd to bring them back, because it doesn't make any sense, hey. because we have a new generation, and why isn't that generation being cultivated the way that previous generation was? You know why? Because it gives them too much power. If all of these new generation guys are sort of semi-nameless, they all kind of look alike, no one has any great gimmicks like the Ultimate Warrior or Undertaker or, the, uh, or, or Hogan... You can get rid of them easily. You can shuffle them out and put them in some backroom gig where you don't have to pay them much money, but you have them locked into your one of your famous Vince McMahon handshake deals, and they're screwed. But if you give them power, uh, they have a little bit of say. Undertaker, for instance, the guy is, uh, he doesn't get used as much because of injuries, but he has a little bit more pull when it comes to it because it's such a good gimmick. He could say, I'm staying home and screw McMahon. So he's going to bring him in. You know, you, you just made up this
1: whole thing, no. and I just it's not let made you up, it's go right in front because of you eyes. sound like such a complete fool. That's right, right in front of your okay? eyes. Okay, let me tell you something. Are the ratings
0: for Raw where they should be? People are not consuming television uh, in the same okay. way that
1: they used to. Mm-hmm. Listen, oh, you no know ratings uh, are it's up. Like, Social uh, media uh, uh, ratings I'm are sure uh, up. Like, uh, 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 ratings I'm are sure uh, Trump's ratings are up too, right? Because
0: people break aren't right consuming. Now. it. Give same thing, right now. Are you giving me alternative facts? You know what? Trump is a WWE Hall of Famer. Perfect. The McMahon's are involved in the Alternative Facts Administration, and their boy Duke is now spilling
1: alternative facts. For the record. Kevin Owens is the WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Oh, Universal. Champion. Here we yeah, we'll okay. go. back to that. For the record. Yeah. Okay. New Day. Longest reigning WWE Tag who, Team Champions. Who? Who cares? Okay. For the record. These guys are not compelling. Braun Strowman? He's being pushed to the moon right now. They're not okay. compelling.
0: You okay. know why? Because you were salivating when Undertaker, Lesnar, and Goldberg are staring at each why other. Why wouldn't you salivate? They're the best! Exactly! What my are you point. talking about they, right now? These new guys have not a chance in hell to oh compete with that. God. Because these guys were given such a big push in their day, such cultivation, such backstory, that they can be brought in so many years later and have an impact that even the new generation can't keep up you, with. You just don't even know it's what It's called charisma. About. It has nothing to do with physicality. Or oh, skill. So now the new guys don't have charisma. Is that what you are? You aren't allowed saying to have charisma. Right They're not allowed to have charisma. Oh my god! Because the more powerful they become as personalities, the more leverage they have when it comes to contract time. And Vince is never going to let the that happen. The level of
1: disrespect that you have for you. Vince McMahon in World Wrestling Entertainment—he's hey, earned is my level of disrespect. It's embarrassing. You should—you ought to be ashamed of yourself right now. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that right now. No, the the eventual no winner title. of the Royal Rumble and the guy who's going to walk out of WrestleMania with the title—it's probably going to be a current generation person. Well, I certainly hope big so, shot, because because shot. these are guys that okay. work full-time no schedules. Full-time,
0: okay. day in, day out. So what? And so what? When it t- comes time for the big cliffhanger, hey. when it comes time for the big respect moment, they get shafted for some part-timers. Oh, some old guys, past you, prime. You being dramatic They're right They're past now. prime athletes, but okay. they have a good gimmick. Oh God! So that's all they get going you for. And Vince knows what sells. If this is a money play, what sells a cliffhanger? You have to have some gravitas to it. Okay, so okay. what? So That's he knows that his he knows that his current staff can't do it. Hey. Because he hasn't allowed them to.
1: He's bound them. He's bound them. I can't them. believe you would have the audacity to blame Vince McMahon He's for this. He's bound That's them. That's it. I'm wrapping this up. Doesn't he run everything? Listen, you said he runs everything. Thank you to Dave Wills for joining us for this wonderful show this week. I bet Dave agrees with me. No, Dave wouldn't agree. Join us next week, folks, where hopefully the Boston Bad Boy gets some sense. Because he's being very disrespectful this oh, week, and I'm just right. sick of it. You just, just don't so like you know. reality. No, I'm sick you know, of you, you right take now, because, your alternative facts, because I can't believe you would even talk misspeak, about Vince McMahon like you know, that. Because you, have your own you should be it's talking like, about you know, you know, a guy. Right.